Hey everyone, this is Joe Batanz here from RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, and I just want to do a little short introduction of what this episode is. Uh, I'm joined today with the, by Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. Hello. She's my co-host on the Dragula uh, uh, recap show that we do that w- it actually has an official name. I don't think we've announced this officially, but the official name is Hello Uglies, parentheses, shut up. <laughs> Correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ugly space. Wait, beat. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can find that on Patreon. Uh, it's one of your uh, shows that you get here on Patreon. And by the way, I want to repeat this. And people have told me this. You do not have to watch Dragula to listen to this podcast. Okay. No, you don't. No. But, it almost helps if you don't watch Dragula. Well, I did have someone today who, who listened live to our episode one recap. And uh, he said... Uh, ugh, I needed to actually watch the episode for that one. You guys talked a lot about it. I'm like, oh, we did actually. But anyway, that's not why we're oh, here, I'm Lori. Sorry. Yeah, that's, all right. <laughs> that's not why we're here. We're here to introduce. So Lori has a show, another podcast uh, called the Bloody Mary Podcast with Maria and Lori. Now it's important yes. that you get that name because there's a bunch of Bloody Mary podcasts. It's just one. But the uh, they were before us, so we we decided to do. Uh, we were too lazy to come up with our own name, so yeah. we just added Maria and Laurie on there. Yeah. But if you find this on iTunes now, months. Do you remember when I recorded this? But months ago, uh, maybe July. Yeah. I want to say I recorded an episode of twenty seventeen. Blo- <laughs> in July of twenty eighteen, I recorded an episode of the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Laurie in the fucking world's hottest house. Yeah, I well, it's Maria's new house, and they they didn't have uh, central air, yeah. and we couldn't turn on the fan because it it was too it would be too loud for the microphones. We don't have the the sweet setup that you do, yeah. where you don't have to ever see anybody <laughs> talk to <laughs> Isn't that sort of the best way, though, Lord? Like right now, you're, oh. you're lounging in your house. You know, I love it. Pizza. I, I, that's why I I literally was like, I gotta I gotta start doing this. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> anyway uh the point the point is that uh, i listened to it this morning as i was baking some shortbread and not that's not, none of that is a lie but as i was baking <laughs> shortbread, an innuendo for something no nope, you know okay. mama's little baby loves shortening shortening mama's little baby loves shortening bread uh and i was making short uh shortbread and i was listening to the episode lord it is so funny this episode thank is you so funny you're, you're well it's mostly because of me but <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because Drag Race Recap is so unfunny. So also no, mostly because of me. You're right. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> the point is that uh, I said, you know what? I think I want to release this on the Patreon feed. People can get to hear your other podcast. Uh, people love people love hearing us together, and they get to hear your podcast. They can check it out, and then they can subscribe on iTunes. I'm sure you're available everywhere you can get a podcast. Correct, Lori? Yes, we are. Spotify, yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere across the board. I believe we are available everywhere. Yeah, you're available so. everywhere. And so, take a listen to this episode. I think it's very funny. <laughs> it's about Sonia, the Golden Hand. Right? Yes. Uh, there's a lot of anti-Semitism uh yes. in this episode uh which only you can provide it's, i believe uh, you were the anti-semite lori uh, i remember i just listened to the episode this morning and i was like wow lori really went in on the jews in this episode <laughs> 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 and so uh yeah so check it out here it is I, so i've brought it to you so check out this episode listen to me and lori and i guess maria is there too uh talk about <laughs> sonia the golden hand and then if you like it subscribe to lori's show Again, the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori. Thank you very much for listening, and I have no outro. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Podcast. Awesome. We're back. Woo. It's been a while. It's a... It'll probably come out in a consistent time, so people won't understand why we're cheering. Yeah. (laughs) But we took the summer off. We did. The whole summer? We were busy. Pretty much. Killing mm. people? Uh, no comment. We can't okay. have that recorded. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe's, Joe, our guest, really disappointed in us because he is consistently being awesome with his podcast. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's how consistent it. People might argue with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on a podcast called RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. 
I have two podcasts, actually. Oh, I just hit that. Which is about, like, the political climate in the White House, right? That's what it's about? It's, well, there's that one. I can't keep that one secret. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I have uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. And then I have one that I actually never really promote, which is about my life. I, when I first started, I would try and tell all my friends. But then I realized, like, notice I still haven't said the name of it, is, wait, I want to talk shit on my friends. <laughs> and if they listen, then they... So, like, now I don't really promote that one. But it's called Catching Up with Mike and Joe. But don't listen if you know me. <laughs> well, the thing that's funny is that, like, if you know Joe, which I've known him for a while, he talks shit to you and to your face. Like, he, he'll say the mean, some of the meanest things ever he said to my face in a funny way. So I just can't wait to find out <laughs> what you actually are hiding. <laughs> well, what I love is actually, I think it's funny is, and I've had to learn this, is that a lot of times Lori's friends don't get that. So on social media, I'll write, she'll some, you know, her typical nonsense on social oh, media. her crap. Yeah. yeah so it's like that. Okay. But then it's always like, because the she does have a touch of musings. autism or something like that. <laughs> so like, She'll do the one joke about how, like, oh, uh, this person was a bad person, but we can do, like, what was, the, what was the weird riff you were doing for, like, a week about, like, oh, yeah. the news or something like that? She was doing, like, her opinion versus, like, I just shat my pants, like, her opinion on a political topic. Yeah. And then she's like, I also just ate Chipotle for the fifth time today. Well, the thing, okay, so my whole point was that, like, I think... A lot of times, and I, I do this, obviously, we're talking about this, but obviously I people go like, here's my opinion on this topic, and it's supposed to be, like, have some weight to it. And it's like, I feel like... Is that a fat most... joke again, Lori? <laughs> like, we, we have enough of those. Uh, it's like so no. on the nose. No. Uh, it is a morbidly obese. I want everyone to know that Lori is turning knobs on a mixer, but I'm not necessarily sure Lori knows what the knobs are doing. She acts like she knows what they're doing, but she keeps turning them. I think she saw, like, La Bamba one time, and now she thinks, like, she's a sound engineer. Richie! Yeah, 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 yeah. I love she's... how you go to La Bamba as my, my Isn't not that the, the dream girl? Yeah. Isn't not... that the template for the music industry? Is not the Richie like... Valens story? Yeah, it's... yeah. It's a, all knobs, and she's still pushing up on them, like, yeah, their like, levels. Like, 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 tell uh, me what one of those buttons does. This is the gain. I'm trying to get it because there's a very airy kind of thing. To fat another joke fat joke, two. yeah. Yeah, fat joke number two. <laughs> Here we go, Lori. She, all of a sudden, she's doing... Um, who's the fat comic that died with the horrible girlfriend? Uh, oh, Ralphie Mae? Yeah. Wait, she's not horrible. Mm, I hear she's horrible. She literally... <laughs> she, one time, I was living in my car, mm-hmm. and she she, like... Bought me deodorant. Well, I think that was shade. Yeah, I like can see, you know, I like when someone's bad breath and you're like gum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, she. I, I was definite shade, but she was being really nice about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that funny, passive aggressive odd that shade. I said fat guy with a mean girlfriend. You went immediately to Ralphie May. Well, I was gonna do. Uh, what was the other pen? Pen. Well, hasn't no, that, to be or, fair, has oh, another... Oh, yeah, yeah, John, uh, something Panette. Uh, yeah, John, John Panette, Panette, yeah. But I don't think he's ever dated anybody, or... How do know. you know? Because, I mean, I just, I don't know. Were you, like, on the John Panette? <laughs> the John P- dot net? Yeah. You know? Yeah. His webpage? That, John, John, <laughs> John dot If John that P- wasn't his <laughs> actual website, that needed to be his website. So, anyway, the point is, she has these weird uh, Facebook posts. They're, uh, they're I amazing. one time, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, oops, sorry, I keep using the mic, it's still pro of me. Um, I don't know, maybe were you in this group at UCB? Oh, no, you were IO. Lori does this group, I, uh, to give an example of how her friends don't get it, is, and Robin Williams dropped in on her set. Yeah. Okay. And they like they were doing. What were you guys doing at uh, improv? I mean, at UC, UCB, you did improv, yeah, we and doing... Robin Williams is dropped in. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he just he was just he had been in the show previously, and he wanted to like keep the party train going. Yeah. So he was like, "Hey, can I jump? Who's who's up next? Can I jump on there?" By the way, who's group? saying no? And then like, yeah, mm, yeah, we're good, Robin Williams. Yeah, no yeah. thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he does, and then he takes a picture with them afterwards. And he uh, talked to us for a solid like hour and a half, two hours. Like, oh, really? He was really nice. Yeah, yeah. and he had, I think he. Had just had heart surgery. Oh, really? Or just started recovering. So he was super nice. And so anyway, uh, she so Lori posts the picture of Robin Williams and her group on Facebook, and she's like, "Oh, look, I got to perform with Robin Williams or whatever." And I wrote something along the lines of, "Like, well, I don't see. You. I see this blonde girl and this redhead." And I go, "And there's some horrible human being dressed like Mrs. Doubtfire." <laughs> 
And so whatever. I mean, I got a joke. I was. I will say, I was going to a fat cap at the time, mm-hmm. and I was super into cut off t-shirt sleeves where you cut the t-shirt sleeve and then put it on your head. Yeah, yeah, not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. She you like, like a... to like wipe the sweat when you work out. You like cut the t-shirt sleeve and then you put it on your head. Yeah, but you weren't working out. You were... <laughs> I know, but it was like a good way to like cover my hair because mm-hmm. I had long hair at the time. I look like she was like working on a pancake syrup recipe. But the point <laughs> is that... Uh, I wrote that, and then all her friends got super angry and were like, what a jerk. Like, that's, what? I also and had a long sweater that I had cut down the middle to be like a, like a, like a side sweater. So, like, it was like a sweater that I cut to make it look like a jacket, but it was actually a sweater. So How weird you didn't have a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my fashion choices. Huh. I, I still look back on that and go, I look good. <laughs> See, and that's why people got mad because they already felt so bad for Lori that they're like, "This you know guy what? is piling You're on," right. You're right. and not yeah. realizing well, that right. she's as proud as can be. Yeah, we <laughs> had a we had a weird moment in uh, when we uh, were in the line to audition for. Okay, I won't go into it. The Biggest Loser. The Biggest Loser. Where I was worried that I was going to uh, get mad at him at some point during the if we got on the game and scream, "I hope you die of AIDS." Yeah, <laughs> and then the woman in the line goes. Well, just don't do that. And I was like, okay. Well, what's you funny. obviously don't. Well, let's jump into the game of. <laughs> see, let's this is, see this is who can about. make each other cry more: Lori Roggenkamp and Joe Batance. Oh yeah, I'm not even. Let me just finish that story. <laughs> it's, it's not going to win. We didn't even get to audition for the Biggest Loser because we decided maybe 20 minutes in that we were too hungry and we left and got food. Yeah, it feels like you won. It feels like that means you won. Yeah, I yeah, think you're right. Yeah, uh, it makes winner. you the biggest loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speaking of winning, yeah. uh, our topic for today is a Russian thief sure. from the 1800s. Named her, she goes by Sonia the Golden Hand. Mm-hmm. And she, so the summary about her was she was a legendary fem- Russian female con artist who committed several carefully planned robberies and was eventually captured and exiled to the Sakhalin Penal Colony. During her career... Would you, you would hate to go there as a lesbian. No, I would hate a it. A penal colony? Oh. You would have been... I was, I was nauseous just doing this outline because of how many times they wrote penal colony. Yeah, you were just like, ugh. Nothing <laughs> I need. Why couldn't they send me to like a carpet factory or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. During her career, Sonia robbed almost all big jewelers of Russia. She became the basis of several books and films and in which she was romanticized as a Robin Hood figure who never killed and stole only from the rich. Who Hot are toys, the yeah. new, or who are the big Russian jewelers? Is there like a, a Tiffany Nastia? Oh. Yeah. Like a yeah. De Bierschen. Yeah, that's a good point, Maria. Who are the big Russian jewelers? It's like, I, well, that was the funny thing you'll find in this thing. But I was just like, I felt like it was going to be like a play on words of like Russian jewelers, like Jostones. You know, it's like that's going to be the Russian jeweler. It's like, it's like we give you slap in face. You like it, you know. Uh, that, so she so so what we know so far is that she was a Russian like was she like a cat burglar or how uh, is she I'm gonna she get into like it. A oh, Russian yeah, yeah. catwoman kind of thing. Yeah, yeah she was like yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, the, her crimes are so. By the okay. way, everyone, Lori's not reading this. She's this is just off the top of her head. It's really it amazing. Sounds, she does this for every time. It's really organic. Yeah, I know. So. I know. So she, her name, her real name, her born name, they think is Shindalia Sura Lieb. Ovna Solomoniak. How do you just thinking that? You know what? Like, you know what, guys? <laughs> I think her I'm name gonna butcher is... everything. Yeah, I think you know what, guys? I'm gonna take a stab in the dark. <laughs> yeah. I think her name is Shimba Dimbala Heinz Franz. Yeah. Since it's just all the Russian names. Yeah, every Russian. You just name. said Heinz and Franz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're close. I can only think in Germany German terms. and Russian are close. Uh, so her other names that she went by was so- Sophia Ivanovna Blyvinstein. Oh, I was waiting for a good joke. Like, what was it? Like Sheila, I want to steal your jewel. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to <laughs> take your jewels. Uh, Zoltea Rushka mm-hmm. Senjendla, which I don't know where that. Yeah. Sonia the Golden Hand. Sanka. Wait, the- wait, 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 wait. <laughs> The names she went by are like Sonia Vazukovic. Yeah. You know, like uh, Dominik Botoprokovic, Sonia the Golden Hand. Like, 
Yeah, Sonia the Sonka the Golden Arm okay, or yeah. Golden Pen. Golden Pen. People, pretty were, cool. people yeah. were onto her. Yeah. yeah, that's why they changed she, it. She uh, she was born in either 1846, 1850, or 1859. Not much is known about like her beginnings. I think she was born in Povelsky, which is in the Warsaw district, and she was born. Possibly born to Jewish parents or smugglers, which is a little anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's very anti-Semitic. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, she's a thief. She must be Jewish. <laughs> they yeah. were like, I she's mean, either she was Jewish. either born to yeah. Jewish parents or thieves. Yeah, yeah. Either one is fine. <laughs> like, they don't know her name, the year she was born, where she's from. Anything. But the one thing we know, <laughs> she was Jewish. She was Jewish. <laughs> she was possibly, yeah. yeah, that's the one that we're, we're positive about. That only. Well, Jews. I'll get. That's a side note that I, I mean, have she's down. Jewels. That's a side note that I have. There's a there's a website that I found doing this research called JewOrNotJew.com, yeah, sure. which basically <laughs> just like discusses the, I guess, Jewicity of all these people, and they view they think Sonia the Golden Hand was borderline Jew. So that's their recommendation. How are you borderline Jewish? I don't know. Maybe you just like you know. I was going to say something anti. Well, I don't know what you could possibly be thinking. What? <laughs> maybe just, just they can't drive. Maybe you don't like. Maybe you just like donuts and you don't like bagels. Mm. Like you know, it's like basically like a gentile bagel. Um, I, love, I love this. So the next, sh- thing, the next thing you have on. There. No, go on, Lori. Only- go on with your borderline Jew hunk that you have. <laughs> Keep going with it. I'm not. Gonna- they lend. They lend money, but not at interest. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They have an Amazon wish list yeah. that they buy things yeah. from. Yeah, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to stay quiet during this. And I think you should. Yeah, you're going to lose all your Jewish listeners. This uh, is a, this is we a, it's just making a, your blue eyes shine brighter. Uh, and, and my white skin get redder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so her, uh, the only thing I could find on siblings is that she had a sister who was also a thief, but not as popular. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that sucks being yeah. I know, like the mom. Sister. Well, Jewish moms. We know how they are. <laughs> Why can't you be like Sonia? Yeah. You know, look at her. She's stealing the Hope Diamond. What have you got? A couple of rubies? Yeah. Mom. Mom, I'm trying my best. Yeah. That's your Jewish woman impression. That is. Somebody who's like... Russian Jew. Yeah, that was fun. less tragic than the Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be more tragic. Sorry, I ruined the joke. No, I thought, I thought you were giving me a compliment. Uh, I don't so, people, you know, the compliment, but go ahead. <laughs> You're the like, only person compared to the Holocaust is a compliment. You. Thank you. <laughs> You're I think it depends on the context because if you say, oh my God, you're as skinny as a Holocaust victim, it's like, thank you. That is so, oh so nice. nice. Nicest thing anyone said to uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I say that I was in high school and we learned about the Holocaust in high school? Uh, and they, I don't know why I had to preface that. And they told us that these women that some of the um, this is sad, but some of the people would die because Wait, they would, the Holocaust. Is yeah, something sad associated with it. They would die so. because the sol- American soldiers would give these uh, victims chocolate, and they weren't used to so much that they would die. And this one girl in high school goes, "Ugh, I wish I had that reaction to chocolate." She's <laughs> 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 <Just> like. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was so same, lucky. Yeah she, yeah, she was the same one who asked in a history class, "Is Gandhi black?" And like, I wasn't in the class, but literally, that was this was before cell phones. That spread like wildfire. Like there was a there was a guy in the class who like ran to classrooms and was like, "So it's just asked, is Gandhi black?" <laughs> like, so what was the answer? No. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so she was born uh, where many people were engaged in smuggling, theft, and robbery. They think she learned how to steal by watching her family buy stolen goods and smuggle them over the border like a Jewish person or a thief would do. Or Mexican. Uh and then she became a prostitute at a young age. Like Lori. And so... Do you know the story that Lori once prostituted herself yes. for a box of sweaters? Yes. Oh, she's talked about everybody, this Everybody knows that story. It's her, she's so proud of the fact, I feel like. Because like, it's like the first story you hear when you meet her. Yeah. It's how she gave uh, a man a blowjob for a box of sweaters. I just That weren't even that nice of sweaters. They weren't even that nice of sweaters. I know. They were great sweaters. I have never seen one of these sweaters on I you, gave them away way. because he was being weird, so I just yeah, couldn't deal yeah, with them. But weird. they were they were comfortable sweaters. At what point did you sign he was weird? 
he kept sending me messages on MySpace. Like, I gave you a lot and you owe me. And I'm like, dude. So he wasn't like, hey, girl, I got a 12-pack of socks. Yeah. Yeah. No, because he had this dumb company that was like, I can't even explain the the thing. And he wanted me to promote it. And I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, I literally, I took a photo of myself wearing the sweater. I put it on my MySpace page. And this was before, like, you know, that kind of stuff was even popular. So it's just like, I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, where's that sweater company from? You know, and it wasn't even like he was a sweater company. It was like a, it was like a, a points company that you get points to get stuff off. But it's like the point system didn't work, didn't make any sense whatsoever. So it's just like, it sounds like you sent in a picture of yourself for like a sweater fetish website. Yeah, <laughs> didn't wear your pants off. No. Is it sweater only pants? I mean, off? my pants were off, but that's that's just because I don't like to have. Have you pants ever worn on. anything where people were like, "Where did you get that? I want that." Yeah, I had a sweater once that had. Uh, it, I still have it. It's, it's, it's all sweaters. Uh, ice Ice T. It's Ice T. The rapper Ice T in, um, but it's like a T, and then it's got ice cubes with the rapper Ice Cube inside, and people were like, "Oh, I gotta get that." It's like the best. Where's it from? Uh, I got it off Instagram. All right. So back to Sonia the Golden Hand. So she Where did lo- you get that sweater Instagram? Yeah. She was known to love posh dress- dresses, but her main passion were sweaters. Gold <laughs> and diamonds. Lori the Golden Hand. Yeah. yeah. Lori. Lori yeah. Golden, golden, golden. Like Wasn't yeah. a blowjob? Right? Yeah. It was, I didn't do a very good job. I think the point of the whole story was that like, I was like, oh, I'm definitely gay because I'm not good at this and I hate it. Yeah. And I threw up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, oh, no. so, uh, so back to her. So she, uh, she was married mm-hmm. very young. To somebody named Rosenbad, or the the some places said a Rosenbad, and I looked it up and I couldn't find anything like, like that, like it was like a group or anything like that. So I don't know a if, Rosenbad as in like a Rod or a Rosenbad as in one of the Rosenbads. One of the Rosenbads. Oh, oh, oh! I thought but, it was, I was like Maria. I thought it was like yeah. a period Rosenbad. No, it yeah. said like a the, like the or a, but then also some of them would say like Rosen married to Rosenbad, but then it was like I don't know. So, so she was married very young, gave birth to a daughter named Sura Riva, stole all his money and left. Okay. Then she was married to a rich old man named Shlomo, Shlomo Shklanklik, <laughs> stole all his money and left. Okay. Then she married, this guy was kind of the one who got her started on thievery. She married this guy named Ma- Mikkel Blushefenstein, or uh, Blushefenstein. Don't try. It's okay. Yeah. Mikkel like, yeah. B. Yeah. Um, she married, they think that he, she married him when she was around 15, which made me go, how young was she when she married the other yeah. two people? Damn. And she was in prostitution before she got married. So it was like, what, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, but She's he was a, young. he was a railroad thief and a card sharpener. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, what does okay. a card sharpener do? Like I looked it up. Playing card? I guess so. I looked it up and it's like literally card sharpener. Oh, crazy. So I mean, would you I was sharp thinking. Card? Are you sure he wasn't a card sharp? Card shark? A oh, card sharp. What does that do? A card sharp is a guy who like, like he's really like he's a con artist with playing cards. Oh, See, that maybe seems that's it. More likely because he's because I Google card sharpener. I just got a lot of ads for card sharpeners. I feel <laughs> I feel like we always have had card sharpener machines. So yeah, that one doesn't yeah. make sense. So. They've just existed since cards. Introduce. So he, uh, Mikkel introduced Sonia to stealing. And she kept his last name throughout the rest of her career. Mm-hmm. No, she, and, she didn't introduce her to stealing. She had already stolen from two other men. Well, she he introduced her to like the life of stealing, like like oh, oh that you could yeah, like, yeah. do it to people other than husbands. Like that movie was it Matchstick Men? Yeah. yeah. What's this? What's this movie about? I remember that oh, movie? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage. And- oh, you would like it. Why? Because he Cause... grooms this uh, girl to be a con artist. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why that means you would like it, but Lori knows you better than I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that stuff. Uh, so she had a daughter with him named, <laughs> named Ava. Joe is <laughs> vehemently shaking his head no. Well, everyone knows how much. Uh, that's my Netflix uh, sub-genre. That's your third podcast. I think you would, li- I think you would <laughs> like Cage it. Nick Cage movies. Nick Cage was really yeah. good. I don't know. You like movies? There. Sure. That's it. Uh, she was. She soon became more experienced than her husband and started to work alone. He would fly into rages because he found out that she committed her crimes by using her sexual charms. That's understandable to be mad about. 
Yeah, but I just think it's funny that he was okay with her stealing, but the fact that she was using her sexual charms, he was like, uh-uh. That's two totally different things. Uh, Wait, so, like, stealing and prostitution are in the same level not, of the moral compass for not you? Not prostitution. I'm saying that he was just upset that she was using her charms at all. Like, if it's like, maybe she didn't sleep with these people. Maybe she just was like, hey, if you give me money, I'll sleep with you, and just walked away. Wait, so which one? Was it that? Or was it? I don't know. Oh, so we just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't do a lot of research. I was no, assuming I that she was, like, yeah, if she, she was fucking and then stealing. She, no, she was doing that. So okay. I why would that be where he draws the line? If ultimately she's coming home with diamonds, but he's she's fucking somebody. Well, because guess, you can pickpocket without fucking somebody. Also, I think he's just like, you know, he's a dude. He wants to think that she's the only one that he sleeps with, or mm-hmm. he's the only one that she sleeps with. And so she finds out that he's she's actually having, like, anonymous sex with these guys. Then she gets upset about it. Can I ask you a question? Well, you're going to, so. Does it have to be so hot in here? I am sweating like a yeah. fat southern woman. Yeah, because if it's, we open the window, then uh, we get all the outside noise. Oh, my God. Uh, so I'm going to lose so much weight by the end of this episode. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm a race That's why so I invited you here because your window. mother contacted me and said that you you're really I know. Well, yeah, I'm you need to lose weight. I, I can open the window, but it'll make noise. What do you think? Uh, nah, just leave it. We're almost. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. Okay. And by the way, I'm in just like a polo shirt, but you are in like layers with a hat, and you're fine. I mean, I'm sweating, but I'm just used to it. So. All right, so uh, she the, a story, one of the stories of, of him is that he was uh, one day committing a robbery and under one of these rages, which I don't know necessarily how he flew into a rage. It doesn't say in the story, like, was he continuously in a rage or did he see her or something? But he killed an old rich widow mm-hmm. and was caught and sentenced to life in Sakhalin Island. On Sakhalin Island, and he died shortly after. Then she married a guy. Wait, named... he was, so he was doing a robbery. He flies into ra- like was she there with Sonia the Golden Hand? That's there? what I'm assuming because he said that he flew into one of his rages. Do you which think was... like he was like trying to crack open this? She's like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, definitely, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, and no, like, I was thinking he I was like this. he was like trying to crack open the safe, and then she was like, you know, flirting with the one of the conductors or something. Was like, hey, do you know, you know, how can I get some more money or something like that? And then he was like. Uh, but why is she having that conversation? Trying, I think I think it's like he's trying to crack open the safe, and she's like, "He's like, oh, it's not this work." He's like, "I told you to go two times to the left." He's like, "I got this," and she's like, "I told you to go two times to the left." I yeah. told you. And he's like, like Sonia, stop. Sonia, stop it. Stop. And then the widow is, and then the widow probably said, "Like she did say two times to the left." And he yeah. was, he was just like, like, "You would have been out of here." And then he was just like, "Sonia, yeah." yeah. <laughs> So the last husband she had was a uh, this is a guy that she married the uh, a guy named uh, Vladoya Kochubik chick. He was a fellow thief who started at age eight. He was his like thief name was Wolf Bromberg, Mm -hmm. which I think is like one of the best thief names. He was trying to sound less Jewish. Yeah. Uh, which I think is funny because it's Bromberg seems more Jewish than Kachuba. That was a joke. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so Sonka was, Sonia was madly in love with him. Mm -hmm. And this was like, this was the relationship that ultimately led to her doom because he was addicted to gambling. And we'll see later on how that affected him. But yeah, this was like, ironically, this was like the, the relationship that brought her down. So, I'm going to tell you a story about a couple of her famous um, thieves. You ever like Maria Tonk? Yeah. She... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was her research topic. Oh, this oh. So I'm, I don't know anything. I'm learning as you go. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, oh, so the, in theory, the next episode, you're going to be doing the research on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. <clears throat> I can see I... Lori hogging. You know, it rhymes with rogging on camp. It's like hogging camp. Laurie hogging camp. Like, you could have done all the reason. She's like, I'm just going to read it because yeah. it says I brought all the microphones. <laughs> no, I. Just read it in her monotone mm. voice off the page. Yeah, it, it, it flows she stops. really natural. She's like, and then I get a uh, cheese and corn queso quesadilla at Chipotle. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to this. 
Student, yeah. I was wondering. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I do that on the whole podcast. It's those just, are the two the sex things. sounds I have when yeah. I when I, I yeah. uh, kidnap young college boys. Like. No, this is Joe. Joe, let, let me. You know what I want to? Let me. Let me. Ask, you know what I want to? You know what I'm gonna? Okay, let me ask you this real fast. All right, all right. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about. I want to. What do you think about that? What do you think? Maybe like 45 minutes of that. All right. So the first crime is known as the jeweler Carl Von Meller theft. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to read. I'm going to read it normally. Yeah, don't read it because you've been going so well so far (laughs) when you're not reading. I'm reading it normally. I was going to do it in a Russian accent, but I don't think I can successfully do that. Mm -hmm. So May 1883, a Beautifully well dressed young lady entered the Von Mel jewelry store. Was it Sonia? Yes. Spoiler <gasps> alert. I'm telling you, this is the story. Okay. Uh-huh. And introduced herself as the wife of a well known psychiatrist, Mrs. Freud. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she had expensive tastes and selected a variety of items worth 30,000 rubles. Mm-hmm. She asked for the jewelry to be hand delivered by the owner to her home address where her rich husband would pay for the items. At the appointed time, the jeweler with the collection of diamonds arrived at the doctor's residence. The beautiful wife met him and took the box of jewels, explaining that she wished to wear them that night. She invited him to wait in her husband's office. Later, the doctor arrived and asked the jeweler what he wanted. When the jeweler made a compliment on the sophisticated taste of his gorgeous wife and persistently insisted to be paid for the items he had just delivered, medical orderlies captured him and took him away to a mental hospital. Oh, shit. As it was later revealed, a lady had arrived just before the time assigned for the jewelry to be delivered and presented herself to the doctor as a wife of Von Mel. She said that her elderly husband had gone crazy over buying diamonds and paid for his treatment up front. So that's how she stole all these diamonds. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, she con- she just conned me. So at the end, she comes back. No. So what she did was, so she went to this jeweler and she said, I am the wife of a well-known psychiatrist. But she wasn't. And then she, she made him. She, she then, like broke into the house, right? No. Then at- she went to this guy's practice that was at a mansion. Okay. Like at his house. And he, she said, my husband. What is he charged by the hour if he lives like in a mansion? I don't a lot, I guess. Yeah. But her, her, she goes. My husband is a jeweler, and he's obsessed with buying diamonds, and he's obsessed with people buying diamonds. I want him to get treatment. Here is wait, his hold treatment on, stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he conned. Yeah, he, she like unsane him. I, yeah, you yeah, see yeah. that movie? That was a good movie. Yeah. What's that movie? Unsane. No, it's uh, it just came out like too not too long ago about this girl who like uh. She has this stalker, but nobody believes her. Mm-hmm. So she gets, she ends up in a mental asylum. It's really good. Uh, I don't sound like I listen to that. My favorite part it. of that movie was that I was in the movie theater and I saw somebody I knew. And right before the movie started, I texted, this text is coming from inside the movie theater. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, that's fun. So, so she got the dude, not only did she steal his, uh, the jeweler's like diamonds, she got him committed. She got him committed. Yeah. That's fucked up. Wait, I have a lot of questions about this. One, she goes to the psychiatrist and says, my husband is a jeweler yeah. and he's obsessed with jewels. And he's obsessed them. with people like buying them, buying jewels. Well, isn't that like saying like my husband's a car dealer. He buys all like, yeah, he's a jewel. He's a car dealer. But it's like almost like you can see it like, you know, my husband is obsessed with eating. Like it's like one of those things. But if he's you, a chef. You can't do that. <laughs> no, you can't other, stop okay, it. Here's, here's my next question. So then the guy's sitting in the psychiatrist's. Room. So let me get this straight. She uh, then he then goes into the psychiatrist's like office, 
why, if if she set this up, why does he go in there and say, what are you doing here? She's already set it up. Wait. Well, because she's introducing him to the jeweler. Because she the jeweler is expecting to get paid. So she's like, here, let me go get my husband. Yeah. But then the psychiatrist comes out and thinks he's meeting his new patient. So he sees the patient and he's like, I need to get paid for my money. Your wife just took all my jewels. And he's like, oh, he's obviously gone insane. Were, when you were not reading this, you said the psychiatrist said, what are you doing here? Yeah. He just well, he doesn't know why he's there. Well, no, I mean he probably asked like, "What you know? How can I help you? What oh, do you you that's know?" Different. Yeah, Not like what are you doing here? No, no, I'm a psychiatrist. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I imagine that's how Russian people talk. Mm-hmm. It's just very abruptly, you know. Like I imagine, like even if like you were my mother, I'd be like, you know, I when I come in, you'd be like, "What are you doing here?" You know, like it's like was that your Russian accent? Yeah. How long did you practice that for? A lot. I practiced in the car before everybody came here. <laughs> what did you practice to? Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah, do your best Russian act. D- read the last sentence in your Russian no, accent. No, go ahead and read the next, yeah. uh, next thing, the okay. next thing in, in your Russian, Russian accent. accent. Yeah, All right. Like oh, Jesus. Okay. So, <laughs> well, I mean, she's not reading. Everyone should be clear. Banker. So the next one is called the Banker Dogmarov's Caper. This is your best Russian accent? No, I'm just letting him know what this is. Oh, okay. okay. October 1884, in Odessa, at Café Van Trani, the banker, Mr. Dagmarov, uh-huh. noticed a beautiful lady who identified... <laughs> wow. It really sounds like there's like uh, Ivana Trump is in here. I don't know if she's yeah. watching. I made that up. Uh, so, October 1884, in Odessa, at Café Fanconi, the banker... Mr. Dogmarov noticed a beautiful lady who identified herself as Mrs. Sofia San Donato. Mm-hmm. After some pleasant conversation, she asked him to change a thousand rubles. Soon the banker learned that she was leaving for Moscow by evening, the same as he. The banker suggested that he accompany her. In the sleeping compartment, they politely conversed, laughed, and ate chocolate candies. Mm-hmm. In the morning, after having a died. good sleep, the banker found neither his money nor securities for the sum of 43,000 rubles. Well, he's an idiot. Like, that's... Also, I doubt that they were eating chocolate candies. Yeah, and also, why did you recite chocolate candies? Like, it's just chocolate. <laughs> you know what I like about the, uh, the word rubles is that it makes it sound... It makes that cur- currency sound like way more arduous to get than money, the dollars. It just makes it sound like yeah. it's all like you have to mine for every single ruble. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that you earn. that's quite the sum. Uh, do you want to take a guess at what 40, 43,000 Russian rubles is in dollars? One million dollars. Maria? Um, mm, 43,000 rubles in yeah. dollars. I'm going to say it's... Uh, $14,000. $645.67. What? She's a Whoa. horrible thief. She is well, nickel and time. diming. <laughs> I think she's honestly... But with inflation... That's just- guys, <laughs> we, we also have to keep in mind, she's borderline Jewish. So $650. Yeah, because we no. all know. The Jew, the Jews, I don't know about that. As you're saying, Lauren, let me get this straight. What you're saying that Jews will go to great lengths... For, no matter how small of a pittance yeah. of money it she's, is, she will she's have a make thief, up guys But she steals $653. She goes yeah. to this length. Because Jews will do good. Go, but you're saying, I just want to make this year we're getting this straight. You're oh, saying man. that Jews will go to whatever length for a dollar. It doesn't get, they don't have a I have, a, I have two more stories She'll to take read. A train. I have two more. Pretend to be a, a Russian right. noble. I'm ignoring you. So the next one is called the Clib. Nikov jewelry robbery. That sounds very Russian, yeah. August 1885. It's my birthday. The manager manager of a jewelry store recommended a collection of adornments for 22,300 rubles to a Courland baroness, Sophia Buxhoveden. When the treasures were picked and nicely packed, the honorable lady recalled that she forgot all her money at home. She took the jewelry and assured that she would be back. She left her accompany relatives, accompanying relatives, a gray-haired father and a little baby girl on the governess's hands. Mm-hmm. When two hours later the owner of the store reported the robbery to the police station, they found out that these relatives were hired 
on Kirchhovaka Market by an advertisement published in a newspaper. What's Kirchhovaka Market? Is that like the black market? Probably like the black market. Why you gotta be black? <laughs> All right. <laughs> So there's like a, a black market newspaper. Yeah, there's a black, <laughs> there's so many steps. There's a black market newspaper, and then you got to meet at a black market, <laughs> and, then and then you, then you got to go to the black market cafe, and then you yeah. got to and you got to get your yeah. black market cafe points on your yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you get, get lower gas prices at like Chevron. Yeah, like twenty cents off a gallon. And then this is the one that she was well, black market. Chevron. She was most I known was reading for once. I, this story's boring. I was reading once that you could if you you know that song eight six. Seven five three zero nine. Yeah, yeah. That a lot of people put that in for like their Vons Club or Ralph's Club. So that if you put that in, a lot of times it will have points oh on it. Oh my god, that's genius. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. That's I'm gonna that do is that because mine genius. is never. Every time I go and like you try my number, it's either like Vons or mm-hmm. like the like Petco or whatever. Yeah. Wait, it's what's never this, registered. What's the area code though? Don't you have to have an area code? You just whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just okay. All right. All right. Yeah, you can so, even figure out it, why she, the, the psychiatrist, <laughs> didn't know who he was. Okay, so Sonia the Golden Hand was known. This was a, a method she invented for hotel thefts. It's called. She stole a whole hotel. People didn't notice that no, was missing. Hotel thefts, like hotel. Like thefts she went hotels. into the rooms. Yeah. Oh. It's called Guten Morgen. So what she would do? <laughs> yes. Which is my new show that I have. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen, Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, so a beautifully dressed, elegant Sonia gets into the hotel room of her potential victim early in the morning and begins to steal valuables. If the lodger all of a sudden wakes up, she would pretend that she mistook the door. She was confused, but rarely departed empty-handed. For the benefit of the matter, she could even spend a night with the rich cavalier and then already quietly would clean his pockets. Wait, wait. I have a lot of questions here. When, do you think that's a euphemism for like, fuck him? No. Guten Morgen would be like, so she's in the, in yeah, the no, hotel. No, but she said she'd she, spend the night with the cavalier. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. She would so totally like, have sex with him. She would be like, oh, good morning. Sorry, this is wrong I'm compartment. because I'm a guy. And I don't know if your boyfriend would agree here. You're but also like, gay. I'm, but that's what I'm saying. If I woke up in a hotel and there was some strange twink going through my stuff... And he was like, oh, sorry, I thought this was another room that I was stealing jewels from. Let's have sex. Would I be like, hmm. Well, I don't think she would go to sex right away. It seemed like she's oh, yeah, super she, smart. Yeah, so she, she would be like, oh, so sorry. You know, I, I, why am I Asian? So she would be like, oh, good morning. This is wrong room. I did not know that this was wrong room. Oh, no. Where's my key? Oh, I'm so lost. Why and would she be speaking in English? I don't know. All right. So I think because it was like a different time, too, and women were always just considered like, Idiots and like, oh. oh, I wandered into the wrong room. And so my, I'm so my lost. uterus yeah. was going U- crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my uterus was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can often. Yeah, that happened a lot in the 1800s. People's yeah. uteri were going crazy. Oh, uter- okay. that the plural for uterus? Uteri? Sure. I don't know. So, <laughs> so she. I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Maybe. So I up. think I'm going to skip ahead. Yeah. So she. Um, yeah, skip. No, 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 don't skip it. Give us every single detail. What, what happened next? Well, so she was known for uh, the way that she would steal was she grew out her fingernails so she could hide gems under her fingernails. Wait, what? You were right. It's uteri. Oh, is it? Really? Yeah. Wow, look at that. So she would grow out her fingernails so she could hide, and then she'd also put gems in her under her tongue, too. Wait, she grew out her fingernails to hide jewels in them? Yeah. Those are hide... some tiny-ass jewels. I know. And then so under she her would tongue, hide... she's like, oh, sorry, wrong room. Yeah. So I don't Proud. have gems under my tongue. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I know these are the lifesavers. I think that's what she did. I think she was like tell, told, I'm not stealing. Like, I think that's exactly what she did. I just went to Chipotle. She also trained a monk, a small monkey, mm-hmm. to swallow precious stones while she would distract the jewelers. And then later... Wouldn't the monkey be distracting enough? Would get... I guess not. I guess in Russia, like, it's she, That's crazy. how hot she must have been. <laughs> yeah. where there's a cute-ass monkey in the room. Like, dancing around yeah. stealing jewels, and you're like, I'm just going to ignore the monkey in the room. Yeah, because there's a hot Russian lady. See, I think that just so many people had pet monkeys back then that it was just like, you know, all right, she's got a pet monkey. monkey. Yeah, another monkey. So, and then apparently they would get them free from the monkey's stomach with the aid of an enema. That's so sad. I Mm -hmm. know. And then there's one writer who was like, he's part of like this 
big like animal rights thing but he was like the monkey hated her and i was like what i obviously i don't obviously think the monkey, the monkey had emotions but yeah i don't think the he monkey enjoyed definitely had emotions, had I, don't emotions. He, I don't think he enjoyed getting an enema no obviously he hated her but i mean have you ever had an enema roy mm-hmm. for what um when I had my surgery, I was super constipated, so I had to go to the hospital and get an enema. I've never had an enema. Does the poop just, like, flow out? What, how does it work? Does it feel Somet- good? Sometimes it yeah, does. Oh, you know what? Basically, what you have, it, you, they squirt it in, and then you have to hold it for a bit. And then, and then you How long is a bit? Like, yeah. it could be any, any, anywhere. Essentially, they don't want you to go right away because it'll just come right out of your butt. It's also gross. But they want you to hold it in enough to where you feel like you're going to go to the bathroom. Don't so. you immediately, if there's water shooting up into your intestines, don't you immediately feel like you go to the bathroom? Yeah. You do, but that's because water is imme- shooting up into your intestines. So they don't want you to go right away. Mm-hmm. So they, when I went, they had me wait. And then I wait. I they wanted me to wait longer. I waited like 10 minutes or so. <laughs> 10 minutes with like your intestines full of water? Yeah. But I was, like, totally con. So then I went, and, like, I was super con to the point where when I went, finally was able to go to the bathroom, literally you could hear, like, a... Like, it was, like, a suction kind of thing. Like, Ugh. I was super constipated. <laughs> so, like... Disgusting. I know. So... There's, a, there's an episode of My Strange Addiction. Have you guys seen that show? Where the lady... Actually, the couple are addicted to giving themselves coffee enemas daily yeah and they do like five five coffee enemas a day <laughs> so we, ventis. dude it's like a trenta so like it's like a bucket full of coffee that they put into themselves Lori would do that if it was like robex <laughs> juice yeah i would that's fair i would do it yeah so uh we're gonna get to her arrest now so the protein like powder said, added though yeah so, are we missing any crimes no like, I'm going to go home, I'm going to go on Wikipedia, and I'm going to be like, okay, Lori covered all the crimes. Well, yeah. she probably had, like, a lot of little crimes, right? Well, yeah. I just basically, summarized them. Basically, she would just, that's how she would get it. She would have monkeys, monk, a monkey steal her jewel, the jewels. And then she also had her fingernails, so she would, like, you know, go like, oh, what's that? And then she'd take it, and she'd hide it under her fingernail or mm-hmm. something. So she, why, she started why, getting... Why was it, do you think, that a lot of her crimes seemed like... Something that, like, uh, a Batman villain would do. Because I think, honestly, I think it was because she loved the the pomp and circumstance of it. You know? I mean, it's <laughs> yes. like... There's a lot of pomp and circumstance giving a monkey an enema. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just liked the story. I think she. I thought you meant like the other ones, but yeah. You were gonna do. Dun, they is call there, me heartbreaker. There of her? There's no pictures of her, right? There is one when she oh. was in uh, prison. I th- I thought I put it on here, but I forgot. Is it just a regular picture? Then they put bars in front of it. <laughs> but uh, no. So so she she became super popular to the point where this was right around the time that photographers. How many followers no. did you have? Well, so she, so this is right around the time that, which is uh, a lot. Yeah, back then that was a lot. This yeah. is right around the time that photography was really popular. So she started getting recognized on the street, Mm-mm. and so uh, people would actually surround her when they when she was like in a jewelry store because they thought that she was going to pull a heist and then also like she sometimes she would get arrested she would get caught and so people would like uh, she would have people in the streets like pushing the police away and letting her helping her escape so it was like a kind of a benefit and a curse because you also at one time had had people drawn to her so police note took notice but then if she got captured they would help her get away but if she's so famous what idiot jeweler is letting her into their jewelry that's true store. yeah that's true like, was... oh look the most famous jewelry robber come right in Sonia. <laughs> well i think it's because i think it's like you know certain people probably didn't know like they didn't think it was her you know you like, couldn't prove it kind of like, prove it kind of like the bat like a batman yeah. catwoman situation yeah. where it's like i know that you're batman i can't prove you're batman yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah exactly so that's cool. So, um, also, when she would get arrested, she would just, like, seduce the guards or seduce the warden or the judges. One time, she actually uh, seduced her own attorney and then stole all of his money mm-hmm. um, after the trial. So, she, like, you know, she was just really good at, like, charming and seducing men and kind of, like, pretending that she, like, totally loved them. So, like I said earlier, so it was her last husband that 
that uh, basically caused her demise. Because what was happening was he was a, a gambling addict. And she was actually in love with this guy. Like every other husband that or guy that she knew, she would just use him and lose him, you know. But she actually loved this guy, and he took full advantage of it and just lived off of her. Mm-hmm. So then what she – and he just kept getting more and more debt. So what she had to do was take – more and more risks, which she didn't like to do. She would plan out her her heist like to the T's to to think of every possible scenario. And now she was planning out these like, you know, ridiculous um, thefts. Like one time, she went to uh, she entered a rich man's house and asked that one of the servants if, oh, is the guy is the master of the house here? And when the doorman left to go get the the master of the house, she just grabbed everything in the lobby in the front area and left and ran away. This is like oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you said Master of the House, and I heard nothing after that. I was just thinking of that stupid song. From Master the of the House. house. Going to the lobby, <laughs> stealing all the jewelry from this guy's house. I don't think I've ever heard that song. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, what about Come to My Window by Melissa Etheridge? Yeah, I've yeah. heard that. Well, well yeah. So, <laughs> For uh, same message. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, you get a Melissa Etheridge CD as soon as it just automatically shows up on your iPhone. <laughs> as soon as, soon as, as you, you find out you're a lesbian. That's how you find out you're a lesbian. Yeah. It just shows up at your door, kind of yeah. like the ring, you know, you get the call. Yeah. It's like you, you, get, yeah. you get a package from Actually, the that's, Columbia house. That's what homophobes <laughs> don't understand. Like Melissa Etheridge, Indigo Girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's what and, homophobes uh, don't understand. The, it's like, like we don't want to. It follows us. Katie Lang. Oh my God, yeah, uh, Katie Lang. Do you want to do Katie Lang? So no, bad? not at all. I don't really like Katie Lang. Not that I, I like. I don't really know her, but I don't like her music. I feel like anything. everything we've mentioned, you don't like. I don't like a lot of things. Yeah, you really don't. But there's Ellen DeGeneres. She's so unpleasant. I do like Ellen DeGeneres. Like you like where you'd want to like. No. No, I don't want to have sex with her, but I she's... I said, would you want to go on her show? <laughs> you didn't Why say does your I mean, you would want to, and then like you said, I would want to say, I'm like, um, go on her show. Why did everything to be sex you with you? You did not say that. You can, you're going to hear the tape. So she walked into a jewelry shop, and and the she... bartender said, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a borderline Jew <laughs> walks into a jewelry store." <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So she walks into a jewelry store and people notice her. So they all flock to that jewelry store. So she's trying to like, at, like pretend that she's interested in these jewels and the jeweler's getting like a little like, who is, why is this person so popular kind of thing? And she decides that she's, you know what? She goes, ah, she had looked at all these really nice jewels and she goes, you know, I just like, I just want to get this brooch. Well, he gets super suspicious because she just spent like 45 minutes looking at all these really expensive rubies and jewels and all that stuff. So he calls the police and he finds out that she had a bunch of the jewels under her fingernails and a couple How do the police under- know this? Because they searched her. So, oh, wait, so she's in the jewelry store. He's like, hold please. And yeah. He's like, so he just, I think like he just like summoned them, you know on the street or something. Okay. So he, they searched her and they found uh, jewelry and, um, and uh, in her, in her purse. And then they also found it in her fingernails and under her tongue. So she had been trying to steal from that jewelry store. So she got arrested and, uh, she, they said that after a loud court trial, which I thought was hilarious. Cause I feel like if any, if I ever go to court, that's what's going to be known as is a loud court trial. Mm, I seen your comedy shows. I would say the opposite of loud. You can hear crickets. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I did. I did go. I did do jury duty recently. Did you really? Yeah. And was I was it loud. Uh, no, it was actually really. I was the only one who asked questions. You're not allowed to ask questions in your court. You can. You can hand questions to the bailiff, and I was the only one who did that. And then they asked. But they but asked Lori, the questions that I asked. But Lori asking. Three times in one day, if you're gonna have Chipotle for lunch, <laughs> is not considered a I'm relevant saying, question in court. I'm went. just saying it's important. To it know. is a question. Yeah. It is a question. They did ask it. Lori, we will have lunch at the regular lunchtime. They said they did say you know we sometimes we cannot ask the questions because legally they might pertain to something else. What happens? And I was like, okay. What happens if you have to go to the bathroom during oh, yeah, the trial? Yeah. You can ask to go, but then you have to pause. Everybody has to pause. And oh, so if you have to, to, like, shit and you know you have to take, like, a 15-minute, 20-minute shit, like, you're pissing everybody off. Yeah. 
whoa. Yeah. Because everybody has to stop and then they have to go wait for you. And then, and then the, the jury has to leave the courtroom. So they have to just wait in the hallways. This actually happened because when we, when they were doing jury selection, this one woman finished her questions and then she's like, I, can I go to the bathroom? And the judge was going to just let her run to the bathroom because it was just jury selection. But then she's like, does anybody else have to go? And I thought, oh, well, they're asking. I'm going to, I have to go. And he was like, all right, everybody out of the courtroom and we'll reconvene in 15 minutes. Well, I think he'd heard about you going to the bathroom. <laughs> he was like, oh, Lord, we're about to clear the courthouse. <laughs> we called the bomb squad yeah. right now. They were warned Surround about this it. Surround this place and get yeah. hazmat suits. No. Yeah. yeah, so so She had Chipotle three times yeah. in the lobby. This is the one that asked about Chipotle three She times? keeps bringing right. bags. I don't even know how she gets it. There's no Chipotle near her. <laughs> She's just bringing that. bags of Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. It's like She's she has it them. saved yeah. at home and brings yeah. it in. Uh, so... So that's a good way to get like so if I were to get um like called for jury duty and I was like I have a I have a bladder problem and bowel like I have irritable bowel syndrome, they would probably not choose that's you, a good right? Point, Maria, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Is that true, Lori? I mean they yeah, you that that probably they they pretty much like I wanted to get on the jury and it sucked that like I was an alternate and I didn't actually get to deliberate because I took a shit ton of notes and I was super well prepared. That's probably why they didn't so, want yeah, They're like she's too into it. They I don't asked, like that. Either. I asked questions. I Were took the chairs notes. Comfortable? What? Were the chairs comfortable? I was sitting in a comfortable chair because I was an alternate, so I wasn't sitting in the actual bench area. I was sitting to the side, so I got to sit in like a nice chair, like a recliner kind Ooh. of thing. Did so, your Chipotle yeah. uh, stink up the courtroom? I did not eat Chipotle, so no, it did not. But I did have a soda one time and accidentally burped. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there we go. When they were talking about, uh, so the, the, the trial was essentially about this woman threatening to kill somebody and she didn't do it. She just threatened it. You can go and to so, trial for that. Ugh. Yeah. So they were to the trial. That was what the trial was. So they were saying that, uh, so then they were saying, you know, so what did, what did the, what did the woman, the defendant say to you? And she goes, I'm going to get my fucking gun and I'm going to shoot you. And I went, uh, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> accidentally but it was like way louder and i was like oh god sorry and then they had to repeat it because my burp like i guess distracted everybody so they had to like the stenographer redo. wrote the burp down they yeah. didn't have a stenographer they had to record they just recorded oh. the whole trial oh so. wow stenographers are being phased out huh wow. yeah when they don't have well what they end up doing is they just have stenographer they have stenographers read back listen to the the tapes and then they have them read the uh, or I guess take notes or whatever. So I mean, they still need them, but they just. You should do a whole podcast about this. This is really interesting. Actually. Yeah, I should. Lori's, uh, Lori's day in court. Yeah, yeah I, I, it was it was fun. I really liked it. I wish I could have deliberated, but you know, it was okay. It was one of those things where it was also like, how the hell does this go to trial? Did yeah. you agree with the outcome? Uh, yeah, it was. She was found not guilty. Yeah, definitely. And it I was, mean, there's like I say, I'm going to kill you to like five different people a day. Doesn't sound we like said, we should... text each other that all the time. All the time. In detail too. Yeah. To her so she was uh so she was sent off. She was uh they say that they call it cartoga, which mm-hmm. I guess is like a life they say it's a penal it's penal servitude, which I was yeah. like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that. So it's a life sentence on Sakala Island. Is that where the other guy died? It's the other guy died. Yeah, it's a really it's like where they send the worst of the worst. So uh, she actually was so loved that she when she was on the sh- when she boarded the ship to go to the island, like they had throngs of people go and cheer her on as she boarded the ship. So she was on the S- Sakhalin Island. She tried. She had escaped from like every prison. So that's mm-hmm. how they moved. She escaped from Warsaw, Petersburg, Kiev, Kharkov. So she escaped from tried to escape from Sakhalin Island three times. The first time she escaped. She tried to escape the guards, simply just, like, pushed Walking. her back in. Like, she, she almost got in, and they were just like, no, no, no. Where's she going to go? It's an island. It's like yeah. Alcatraz, right? You can't. The second time swim. she actually got, like, a little further. They don't really say how far, but she, then, because of that, she got chained. She was chained in shackles. So she was Damn. chained. In, and they said that she was the first chained woman ever in, in the history of this uh, island. I don't know. Your girlfriend might have something to say about that. <laughs> the third attempt, that doesn't even make sense. Uh, the third attempt was, they think she either performed it alone or with her then lover, a murderer named Bogdanov. Mm-hmm. Donov. Bogdanov. 
And she escaped from the island. Sounds like a car dealer. Like a car dealer salesman. Bob Donham and Chevy Toyota Van Nuys. Are you tired of your car and how it drives? Go to Ford and buy cars. Yeah. (laughs) Suck my dick. Um... So, I'm Bob Donna. I'm Bob Donna. <laughs> I have Come, boxes and boxes of sweaters. I, I will give you truck, even if you don't want truck. You're taking fucking truck. Um, so she, uh, so she escaped from the island dressed as a soldier, and she ma- actually managed to carry out several crimes before being recaptured. So they said that she was able to, but finally she was brought this back. She's all about that life, huh? And she was put in solitary confinement. Mm-mm. So. They think that, so she ended up dying on Sakhalin Island, but there are some people who said that she actually didn't die. She became the owner of Kvass Pub, mm-hmm. which is a popular Russian rural drink made out of bread or grains mm-hmm. and entertained local Sakhalin residents. I, I think she's more likely to die. I don't see yeah. Sonia the Golden Hand retiring to make a pub or like run a pub. Yeah. And entertain the she, local yeah. Sakhalin residents, which are really just the prison guards. Yeah. Because yeah, who else would fucking her. live there? Yeah. 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 And also like the janitor. <laughs> like, like, oh, you look at this prisoner that died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she uh, she actually met Anton Chekhov, who's like a famous writer, mm-hmm. Russian writer. Sure. And yeah. he, Jerry did, Orchard. he wrote a book called... Chekhov's Gun. You know about Chekhov's Gun? <laughs> he wrote a book you called... You know Chekhov's Gun? I do not. Chekhov's gun is his theater principle because he wrote about it. That if you introduce a gun on stage, oh, that you have to you fire have to, the you gun. have to fire the gun. You have to use the gun. You can't just bring in a gun and then never reference it. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so if you bring in something on stage, like if you bring up Jews, like you've met many times, you have to pay it off. Borderline Jews. Borderline Jews. So uh, he wrote. He was writing a book about uh, about Sakhalin Island, and so he met Sonia there. And at the time, she was in confine, solitary confinement, and uh, chained with leg irons. So Chekhov wrote, looking at her, it is impossible to believe that not long ago she was beautiful to such a degree that she charmed her prison guards as she did in Smolensk. For example, where the overseer helped her to escape and himself ran away with her. What? It's translated from Russian. So basically, he's tra- he's basically saying she's ugly now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. He's like, she's he was, like 40 and ugly. Yeah. She was, for- That's yeah, fucked she was up. in her mid 40s. Yeah, she's in her mid 40s, small, skinny, already graying woman with a crumpled old womanish face, which I just Slut. love that that's. that's his way of saying old womanish. Yeah. Old woman. And then it was like, P.S. I left and I can't find my watch or my rings or yeah. <laughs> or my jewels yeah, or my bracelet or my chocolate candy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then she died soon after. All right. As we know chocolate kills Jews. So uh, the last no, thing I'll talk no, about is it. that we'll just uh, we're at an hour and five. Let's just do like a mini sode if you want to add on. Oh, I just it's just a grave thing. Okay. It's literally just a no. Tiny just stop thing. it right here. Yeah, let's stop it. It's literally just a tiny thing. Mm. Uh-huh. So I'm telling you, it's literally it's it's interesting. I feel like I'm on Sakhalin Island. So she dies. She dies in 1902 and is buried on Sakhalin Island. But there is a grave in Moscow's Vagnakavasko Cemetery that is uh, with a big woman, a big monument of a woman draped in cloth, and the gravestone reads "Blushed, blushed vine." Blustein, and it has notes written by possible thieves, and they that what they'll do is they'll transcribe notes and put it on a grave, saying like, "Please help me get my, you know, steal this, or please help me get away with my big, my big score." So she's like La Santa Muerte, yeah. Thieves. So thieves leave grave. They also leave uh, tributes and stuff. The only thing is, it's not her grave. It's just some random woman that they've all designated to be Sonia's grave. Idiots. But and then also I think it's funny that people will leave like, "Hey, please help me get a, get you know finish this big score." She it's like steal. the police should just steals. stake out that grave, and then they would just find all these. <gasps> yeah, things. what are these dummy b- cops? It was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just l- follow somebody, leave a note, yeah. read the note, and then arrest that person. Yeah, yeah, you're right, good point. <laughs> and the notes has like add the whole. Yeah, the same people. Plan. They put her picture in the newspaper, and then jewelers are like, "Come right in." Yeah. Well, because, like, also, it's, like, I think people back then just, you know, when you had an air about you, you know, people were just, like, because they just didn't suspect that you were going to do that sort of thing. I think especially in Russia, mm-hmm. you know, women were really seen as, like, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. So she got away with a you lot. You up to that. 
So yeah, she I don't wa- think that you're phrasing that, right? <laughs> but whatever. She, well, what do you mean? I did, women weren't really seen. I mean, she was obviously considered interesting, interesting to people. No, I think I think women in general. So like, she was interesting. But women in general in Russia were, like, seen as, like, uh, you know, just, like, I think they were seen as threatening. Yeah, threatening. And, yeah. But, yeah. So she, she mostly worked alone. She was part of a, a, a thievery group. Thievery group. Yeah, sure. But there's not really that much information on it. So, yeah, that's it. Cool. Dr. That was Sonia. Is that like a concluding sentence for me or something? Like, am I supposed to go, like, yes? Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's well, Sonia. Joe, not is... only did she steal jewels, she stole my heart. Yeah. Well, this That's has been a I... mistake, inviting, inviting you to be a guest. <laughs> so. <laughs> By the way, uh, could you please turn the heat up in here? It's not hot enough. In this apartment. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's what we've been doing. We did invite you to take your shirt off before we started. Well, who wouldn't this is want to see that, yeah. Exactly. exactly. No, you have a giant tattoo <laughs> of a hot dog <laughs> from nip to nip. <laughs> <laughs> So Joe's face I like that was the worst attempt at a joke. If you live far away and you haven't seen Lori Rogan can perform live, uh, this is the kind of quality jokes you can uh, expect that a Lori Well, what's Rogan funny is I've taken like $10,000 worth of improv classes and <laughs> that's like the best I can come up with. It's with, a hot dog tattoo. With that being said, when's your next show, Lori? I'm doing a comedy competition in Clovis this, uh, the 25th. Which this probably won't be out by then, so that's a good. Plug. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. How about you, but, Joe? Listen to RuPaul's Drag Race recap mm-hmm. available on everywhere you get your podcasts. Actually, anywhere. and you also have a MixLR. Oh thing, yeah, right? well, uh, you have to like then you have to sign up for Patreon and find out when those shows are. No one wants to do that. Listen oh. to the show because I was I'm going to be on the Patreon. So yo, yeah, Lori's going to be on it. We're going to we're going to recap Dragula. And if you want to <sighs> hear that, you can sign up at Patreon.com/slash Drag Race Recap. And hear me and Lori back. Have you ever watched Dragula? No. It's available on Amazon Prime and YouTube. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it's like spooky drag. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Like that's mon- right up my alley. They just have been monsters. Yeah. Should, yeah. We, uh, should we follow your Twitter or no? Oh, yeah. Is uh, it active? Twitter, Instagram, everything, at Joe Batant, J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Follow us on Bloody Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And no. I am at uh, Lori Roggenkamp on everything except Instagram. I'm on at Elrog. So. Well, yeah. Well, you can find out what Lori thinks about politics it, but in conjunction with her things tr- that she's on. Yeah, her trash life. Uh, and also her just t- trashing Anthony Bourdain. I did, one time I wrote a post And about Aretha Franklin. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't Aretha know. Franklin. I was supporting Aretha and Joan Franklin. Rivers, too. The whole Joan Rivers thing. I was supporting Joan Rivers. I, that's what my whole... Okay, I'm not going to get into it. Let's All right, just, thank you for listening. All right, thank you. Bye. Go away, Joe. Oh, wait, wait what was it. the thing I used to say? Thanks, Joe. Hey, you're are, you're welcome, Joe. Remember when I used to have that as my voicemail? Yeah. Well, I got to go. You're welcome, Joe. All right. Uh, Remember when I used to have...